Welcome to my life. Welcome to all the ups, the downs, the roller coasters, and everything that we're going through here in the Kalush Casa. All right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys for all the feedback you give me and all the stories you allow me to share. All right, enjoy. Part of your mission on Earth is to master your thoughts, your vibration, your frequency, so that you can move through all of life with ease. Fadi, what do you mean by that? I'll tell you guys. I control me. There's a lot of outside factors that act upon me. But at the end of the day, I control me. I control what I do. I control my legs moving. I control my arms moving. Just like I control the thoughts that I have. And, you know, that's not to say I haven't had to control the demons inside of me and the, the, the crazy thoughts inside of me. They're there. They're always going to be there within all of us. At the same time, though, I can't let them win. You know, just like you guys can't let them win. I had a buddy call me today and uh, he listened to the podcast and he shared his story with me. Right. Maybe I mean, not his own personal story. I mean, his personal story. But he had told me about his grandfather at the age of 90, taking his life eight years after losing his wife. Um, he told me about his wife. And the, the the drug addicted father she had and the mother that was murdered at the age of four. And he told me this because he wanted me to speak to his wife about, you know, what she dealt with as a as a child, you know, without a mother at the age of four. Everybody's worried about Ava. And I get that. You know, I worry about Ava, too. The biggest thing I worry about right now is her abandonment issues. Uh, Monday through Friday, every morning or every night before she'll asked me daddy do you have to go to work you know tomorrow do you have to go to work in the morning it's not that she doesn't want me to go to work she just wants to make sure i came back or i come back or i'm telling her i'm going but i'm coming back mommy said bye to her and that was it you know mommy never said you know i'm coming back and mommy never came back so right now from a four-year-old's perspective i'm no psychologist but i'm not a dumbass either you know she's worried that the only other parent she has is going to leave and never come back. And I'll give you guys this perspective from my situation and from my point of view. I worry about that too. I've never been more terrified of touching my phone when I was driving or when I'm driving. I've never been more terrified of just shitty situations around bad people, right? I, I used to hang out with people who didn't care what happened, right? You know, we got into fights, we got into fights. Nowadays, everybody wants to pull out a gun. Uh, people want to do these marches, which, you know, by all means, go march, go do what you want to do. But things get wild, things get out of hand, and things get out of control. Now, I know I it's not realistic for me to think I can control every situation or, you know, to have power over every situation. I got to let live and let God, right? I'm with you. At the same time, I am extremely cautious about who I deal with, who I talk to, where I go, even selling shit on Facebook Marketplace, you know? I'm not trying to get shot over a $50, you know, object I'm trying to sell because, you know, some asshole decided to, to meet up with me at the 7-Eleven down the street and, you know, take my shit and exchange it for a bullet. Either way, all right, I, I understand that from her point of view and, and more so from my point of view. And it's sad. No little kid should ever, ever have to feel like, you know, mommy and daddy are going to leave and maybe never come back. So it's one of the things I'm dealing with internally. It's one of the things I'm dealing with, with my daughter. And we're, we're going through it. You know what I mean? We're, we're making it happen. 
you know, one day at a time. The more present I am and the more I show up and the more communicative I am with her, uh, whether it's calling her on her cell phone. Yes, my four-year-old has a cell phone. Uh, whether it's FaceTiming her. Yes, my four-year-old has an iPhone. Uh, or whether it's just, you know, leaving her little notes or, or, you know, little surprises or just buying her a present or buying her something randomly just to get her mind off of things and just to keep her happy. I get that later on in life, this stuff will catch up to her. And I know some of you guys are asking, are you going to put her through therapy? Let me tell you doctors out there, all right? She's too young for just straight therapy. Right now, what, can, what they can offer is play therapy, all right? At the age of nine, they can do um, family therapy where I'm, I'm, I'm there with her, right? And then age of 13, they can do individual therapy. So no, my daughter's not going to talk to anybody, but I am providing play therapy for her. And I'm listening out for the things that she says when she's playing with her dollhouse and the little Barbies in there. I want to hear when she acts like mommy or when she acts like a baby, you know, what I mean, the ba- like the dolls, the Barbies do. I'm listening for certain things, certain cues, certain words. Once again, I know I'm not a psychologist, but once again, I'm not a fucking dumbass. All right. There's nothing that you can't learn from a book. Pick it up. Read something. All my books that I've ever read. I'm not saying I'm well versed in this stuff. I'm not a clinical psychologist. But those motherfuckers learn from a book. There's nothing stopping me or you from reading the same book. You know, whether we apply it or not, that's that's a whole other story. But that's where my head's at. So before you guys jump on my ass about the the uh, Ava situation, understand, understand my train of thought. All right? Once again, not hostile. Love you guys. Just passionate about this subject. A lot of the messages I've gotten um, in the last few days have been about people in their situations all right i got a friend that emailed me her story said that uh you know uh, a while back this guy took his life because his crazy wife i'm quoting this crazy wife took his kids away that's tough all right that is very tough in my opinion um also her girlfriend at the time cheated on her and left her you know she says she was down to the point where she thought about also taking her life and, um, you know, to the point where she's like, what am I talking about? She got through it with the help of friends. I'll go back and say this, all right? If you don't have a good support system around you, and I'm not saying you need to go look for a support system. If you don't got quality friends around you, then you're not doing shit in life, all right? Um, and you're not, you know, if you're going to be down, there's nobody that's going to pick you back up. Um, so find the right people, you know, quality over quantity. You can have a thousand people on Facebook. You can have 10,000 followers because you feel like you're a, you're an influencer or whatever the case is. But none of those people really care about you. Maybe a handful. Find those handful. Stick with them. All right. Treat them well. They'll treat you well. And just be honest. Be clear. Um, so her friends helped her get through this time. And in, uh, in 2014, she said she started dating um, her now wife. Her mother and her brother... Uh, and sister didn't like her current wife uh her current wife uh was friends with her brother's ex-wife i know a little tangled web we weave here and uh, and, and and she got that like her brother's ex-wife got you know my 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 girl friend and her friend together her wife together family for whatever reason think that they have some input some you know they're judgmental and just make it hard for them uh, she said that her mother still has pictures of her ex up in the house um, above pictures of her and her current wife. Now, uh, 
she shared the story with me and i'm telling you guys man, i don't know there's about a hundred more stories on my phone but it just it puts things in perspective right how how these outside factors and even though we don't consider family outside uh they are outside right they're not they're not as close to our personal life you know because they don't live with us they're not eating breathing shitting with us um how they can impact just us on a daily basis so I, I go back to what I said about my family or what I say about family in general, right? Blood doesn't make you family. And I know you guys have heard that Fadi Kalush did not make that saying, but there's a reason why people say that blood does not make you family actions. Family makes you family. You know, I got a lot of friends that I know that I've known for years that I know I would call before I call my own family. That's not because that's not a choice I made. You know, that's just the way the, the cookie crumbled over the course of my lifetime. All right. You know, you, you grow apart from people and you, even with family, you grow apart. Um, just like the, the, the relationships you had when you were younger. Um, I had a lot of friends in, in middle school and high school. And nowadays, you know, there's been such a long gap in between them. That's not the same people I know. You know, I, there's there's crackheads out there. There's meth heads out there that, that I went to high school and middle school with that I was best friends with. And. You know, 10, 15, 20 years apart, not talking to them. You know, they went down their own path. I went down my path. Just because I knew them doesn't make them, don't make them still my best friend, right? They, they grew. They changed. I grew. I changed. Just like family. Family is no different, man. We're all human at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, we're all family too. Um, You know, I think we're all linked up one way or another. But, yeah, that's no, let me, I digress. Let me get back and, um, and, uh, that it's it's just it's 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 unfortunate for the people to have to feel that way about their family but i just want you guys to know it's it's just so common out there and the reason i say that is because a lot of the messages i've gotten have been just like this uh it's refreshing to hear type conversations right i'll, I'll read you another one real quick body i just wanted to thank you for the spotify talks you've been releasing your podcast made me wake the fuck up and i'm really thankful that i listened to it i have been in a very bad deep depression after our second kid was born in March and then getting out of the Navy in a shitty job market this summer and being rejected from all my bullshit dream jobs and dream MBA program. Your podcast helped me and I wanted to thank you. I know I was probably a shitty officer to work with because I let my unhappiness be too visible and I'm sorry for that. Uh, I'm going to stop it there. The rest of it's a little bit more personal, but I tell you guys, man, we control the way we think all right sometimes we want to think for other people i don't care what other people think about me i don't care what other people view me all right and i think that's uh, that's where a lot of um you know a lot of people call it cockiness or, or arrogance or whatever the case is it's not it's freedom it's it's a it's a freedom of thinking and it got me into a lot of trouble with amanda amanda always thought that um i'm just uh, like I was just above everything. It wasn't that I was above everything. It's just that I, I didn't care. As long as my, you know what I mean, my family, everything in, in my home was okay. Everybody else's opinion is just, you know, it's a bird's eye view. It's on outside looking in. They don't know what's going on inside my house. And I don't care for them to know what's going on inside my house. So their opinions mean nothing to me because I know it's not the truth. You know, I had some of our friends after, after listening to a couple of podcasts say, you know, I think you were talking about me as far as, you know, uh, when I when I mentioned like you know I didn't like most of her friends because I think they're just shitty people, and uh, my answer was you know why do you think I was talking about you? 
I want people to tell me why they think they were shitty. I don't let that guilt eat at them. I got zero fucks about how you feel about what I think. Um, but it just goes to show, man, there are, there's a level of guilt with each friendship. And on top of that, I talked to an old uh, school teacher of mine, high school teacher of mine. And, you know, there's just we let so many hands in the pot all the time and we think these people have genuine feelings and genuine thoughts and they're just influencing us and pushing us you know every time a woman gets divorced or a man gets divorced there's always a group of a gaggle of people around them and they just yeah fuck women fuck wives fuck husbands fuck bitches man they're lonely too they're lonely too they're just trying to say fuck this and fuck that because they want to seem like you know they're better off there's one girl uh i know her her dude left her for another chick her ego got I mean, busted. I mean, she won't admit it, but I know her ego got busted. This is one of men's friends. And then she just started, you know, dating apps and sleeping around until one dude stuck. And the dude that's stuck is a piece of shit. And she's still with him because she wants to prove to her ex-husband that she's okay without him. It's just, it's baffling to me. It's baffling to me. She got a, a son that she's raising. And this dude is just a worthless piece of fucking garbage. And, um... I'm saying that because, you know, I give zero fucks about her or him. You know, just one of, once again, one of Amanda's friends. Uh, I only call friends. One of Amanda's, you know, fucking people. I get really passionate about this subject because I see a lot of people and um, they act and they react based off what they see from other people. I need everybody to understand, all right? At least I'm not trying to teach anybody this. I'm just telling you guys my points of view, my opinion on this stuff. The things that keep me going is because I understand certain things. And whether I'm right or not doesn't matter. It's what my understanding of it is for me. I understand that all people suck. I understand that I suck. I understand that life sometimes sucks. If I keep expecting life to just be phenomenal and for my life to be post-worthy every day or just, you know, I'm not, I'm human, just like you're human. There's nothing else to it. And I don't measure myself up against any other human. I measure myself up against yesterday. Am I better today than I was yesterday? Yes, I'm good to go. No, let me unfuck myself and do better. We we so often try to measure up to other people. In the military, we think, oh, this person got promoted. They're better than me. No, they got promoted. Let me tell you guys something. Promotions work like this. They're not the best of the best. They're the best of what's available. So, you know, whether you are available or not, that's just it, that's it. They're not the best of the best. They're just the best of what was available to promote at that moment. So whether you were part of that list or not, you know what I mean? Means nothing. There's no need to measure them, measure yourself up against anybody. Promotion-wise, family-wise, money-wise, nothing. We're here, everything is temporary. The only thing that's that's definite in life is death. So many of us treat ourselves like an afterthought. And I don't understand why. They're more miserable. We're miserable all the time. And I'm just, I'm one of those people, I believe that I'm just tired. I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to be miserable. Sometimes I am miserable, but I slap myself out of it and I keep it moving. I pray. I pray like crazy. And I don't go to church. I don't, it's not that I don't believe in church. I just don't believe in monetizing religion. And I think that's what a lot of churches do. No disrespect to anybody out there that goes to church and gives them 10% tithes. I got a buddy, man, this dude, um, I'm not going to say the religion, but he 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 he, just, he joined this religion based off his wife. And they actually sat down and did a budget with him based on and, and told him what, you know, what 10 percent was out of his budget. If I'm going to a church and they're sitting me down and telling me what I got to pay them to be part of this, to, to praise God or, you know, I mean, whatever person or, you know, I mean, figure you're you're preaching to. It's fucking insane. 
Um, but not knocking them, you know, different strokes for different folks. Uh, but I just don't go to church like I used to. Uh, on top of that, the military restricts any kind of religion uh, due to COVID and stuff. So it's, it's made it hard this year. Um, but I am very, very religious and I am very spiritual when it comes to religion. I do believe there's something bigger than me. I do believe in God and I do pray and I talk to him like me and him are just sitting down. Like he's sitting in the car seat next to me, you know, in the passenger seat next to me. And it helps. It helps talking like the same way I'm talking here. Me and him talking. I, I definitely cuss a lot less when I talk with him uh, or her if you're a feminist or whatever the fuck. But it, him. All right. What I have found, though, are those people, those Bible thumpers are usually or right now in this situation with me have been the most judgmental, have been the most, you know, like their nose are up at me or whatever the case is. Family included. You know, there's a lot of family we have on both sides, mine and hers, that just think they're holier than now. But you know what? The things that they've said and the, the, the hesitations they've had and whatever the case is, that's cool, man. You know, I hope your God or whoever you're praising, you know, is watching you and, and judging you. And, you know, what I mean whatever i don't fucking i don't know i don't know i just know that there's a lot of uh people that claim to be religious during these situations or whatever the case is and they just they're just regular human scumbags find peace within yourself find peace within good friends that you can really truly depend on and i get it sometimes those friends that we think are good friends you know prove us otherwise but that's where you go back to yourself Find peace in who you are. Find peace in your strength. And find peace in the fact that you control so much more than you understand. Like your brain, my brain, I tell my brain what to think. When I'm feeling, I still feel sad. I'm, not, I'm still human. But I, I snap myself out of it. I understand that I can say, you know, Fadi, wake the fuck up. Or, you know what I mean? Stop moaning and groaning. Be happy for what you have. For every one bad thing that I've that, that I have, like that I've gone through, which you know sometimes are fucking huge bad things, i.e. Amanda's death, uh, my childhood, um, I, mean, I mean, all kinds of stuff. All right, there's, I'm not about to go into my my entire life about it, but there's so many good that comes out that came out of out of you know what I mean just me getting to the next day. You know, if I didn't keep going to the next day, I wouldn't have my kids. If I didn't go to the next day, I wouldn't have my the job, the career, the knowledge, the friendships. The experiences, the the memories, the travel, I mean, it's just it's because the next day I could have taken my life any time over the last 33 years. It's easy to take your life. It's harder to sit there and deal with life. All right. That takes strength. And I'm not saying I'm strong. I'm saying for you, like if you're thinking about this, I need you to stop and realize that life is beautiful. And there's always going to be something to look forward to. You might not see it now. It's hard to see the forest when you're standing in front of a tree. Take a step back and see what you have around you. That's all I got for today, guys. Uh, once again, keep swimming. Don't drown on me. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in.